1: Born September 13th in Lenexa, Kansas, he is a three-time Golden Gloves champion, former standout football player at Northwest Missouri State, and spent time in the NFL before making the move to wrestling, quickly becoming the man everyone loves to hate in the WWE, and tonight, Monday Night Raw broadcasts live from Boston on USA, Hulu and Peacock. Please welcome, Baron Corbin.
0: get in any kind of decent trouble if you don't roll into kansas city
2: my man i don't know (laughs) well that's a good answer it's straightforward we're gonna gonna do we're gonna do some old school zoom destruction i don't know
0: i know i know dude i i gotta do a great you'd have loved it you'd have really enjoyed it josh blue was in town this weekend we ended up playing pinball at the 403 and uh josh invented full contact uh pinball so he would run at you uh, Josh Blue style, and then get between you and the machine or try to bump you off the machine as you were going for the score. Now, I feel you might have an advantage on that. We might have to figure something out.
2: That's fair, or I team up and I keep the other guy away by putting him through another pinball machine. Right. So you never know. It can go either way. Yes. Whoever pays me the most, yes, that's who's going to win.
0: Dude, your heel work, by the way, is getting spectacular.
2: Dude, we're just... Right now, we're, we're just trying to find a new gear and... and... Get running with it, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I'm wondering where where it comes from next because you know you've always got great storyline arcs, like you you really do, and it uh, it you can see it starting to develop and here it comes. But I'm wondering, you know, when you when you talk about the Rhodes family, dude, you're starting to you're flirting with with real legend there.
2: Yeah, you know, it's it, you got to find those things that really uh, irritate people. I mean, that's the goal. You know, Cody's come back and he's going to WrestleMania and he's going to face Roman Reigns for the title and everybody's behind it. You know, the story, continue the story is what he's preaching and finish the story, but he's got the legacy of his dad. And, you know, I spent a lot of time around his dad. So, you know how p- connected people are to him and yes. his family. So that's sure. like, you know, it's an easy target sometimes. And it's fun because people are like, Oh, he's not going to say all oh, he did. He just said it. Now, what are we going to do? Yeah. You know, it, it's find that line and cross it.
0: Cause well, there was uh You know, Dusty Rhodes, he was, because I looked it up, I was saying, how bad could you go with this? Because he was was cremated, I believe, and ashes scattered at his Texas ranch, but there's also a memorial plaque. You could always go have a little dance. Yeah, right. (laughs) And Dusty Dusty would get it.
2: I'd put some polka dots on and go do it. Oh, my
0: God. Imagine, though, Dusty, like, as a wrestler, he would think that's a great, great line.
2: I mean, he's one of the greatest human beings in the entire world. You know, Cody's not in front of me, and he can't hear this his dad is, you know, he's unreal. Like yeah. spending the time I spent with him was, was something special.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, and and you got to touch some of those guys, man, you know, and those, you know, when we were growing up in Kansas city, you know, you remember Memorial hall and Bob oh, yeah. and, and you know, Rufus R Jones, a freight train and, and everybody that came along with that. Harley race, the legendary hard Nobody was meaner more. He was really a genuinely frightening human being.
2: Oh, when you hear the stories of him and he would hurt people with a cigarette in his mouth, and the guys would be <laughs> yes. crying. He'd just be casually smoking a cigarette while he's making a guy cry.
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, he put, uh, you know, T was a wrestling fan, and we were talking about, you know, how real and, and storylines. And this was back before it became sports entertainment, and Harley literally snatched him up. But I was, I was brand new. First two years of being in radio and, and, and put him out. Just and I thought I thought God damn! Please don't kill him. I don't I don't know you. I yeah. can't stop you. He's just an intern. And 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 I'm talking eyes roll back in the head, wet your pants, level out.
2: Well, it's a it's a good thing interns can be replaced. Pretty yes.
0: <laughs> yes. He. Uh, but he was legendary. Like there's stories about him snapping needles off as guys were shooting steroids in their in their ass.
2: Oh, I mean he there there's Billy Gunn used to tell me stories and going to his house after the shows and like just the pool games would get real rowdy. Somebody would always end up getting hurt. Um, but yeah, Kansas City had such a rich history. My dad, um, still, I still have a bunch of my dad's old wrestling posters when oh. it was like Harley putting on the shows with like Kamala. Kamala was always massive in sure. Kansas City, sure. and it was fun to see him pull up in a white limo, get out, and he, he was already all face painted up. And um, I have a poster that my dad had where Ric Flair's on the undercard. Like it just shows you the level of guys that came through Kansas City.
0: Oh, yeah. No, the Midwest was a huge stop. It was on its way. And when you were a kid, though, you know, I I don't know if I've ever asked you that. I knew that you were born to be an athlete. You know, you were going to play football. You were going to box. You were golden gloves, everything that you did. But was wrestling on the the perimeter, or or was it something that you you came into afterwards?
2: No, I mean, I've loved it. My dad and I my brother, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many couches we broke. I think there was one time I gave my brother a spine buster, and we broke his bed. And so my mom refused to buy him a new one. So he slept at a slant because it, had like, it had like two back you know, parts of the bed frame and the two front yeah. ones were gone. So I think Danny slept at a slant, which might be what's wrong with him. For, uh, for a solid year, I bet he slept at a slant. And, um, you know, my dad would take the Kemper to go to shows, Memorial Hall. I mean, my dad was a greaser. He was just, you know, a car gearhead guy That's with great. Washington High School. That's great. Didn't play sports. You'd ask my dad, uh, what sport do you play? Uh, who could put the biggest dent in a locker? Like, that was the <laughs> right. game. That was about it. But he loved wrestling. So I grew up getting to enjoy it. And, you know, then I got pretty wild in college. Everybody's like, dude, you should be a wrestler. And I'm like, yeah, I should be. And then, you know, now here we are.
0: Yeah, well, I remember, like, I have three brothers. So you were watching it Sunday morning. You'd be there in your underwear. So you're already wearing your tights, right? And, yep. And, oh, Exactly. Oh my God! And literally, atomic pile driver each other. Like how we didn't snap somebody's neck or break their head or do something. I mean, truly terrible. Like we would grab each other for real, not knowing how to really make it do it. Just watching it from television and trying it.
2: Oh yeah, horrible ideas. Yeah. We used to go on trampoline all the time. Let uh, me do a power bomb. Not realizing when you power bomb a guy on a trampoline, he's coming right back at your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's a lot of bloody noses and black eyes. Trust.
0: Oh, dude, and I used to hang out with this crew of kids that were not the smartest at all. I remember watching Richard Hughes out there. He had a baseball bat, and there was a wheelbarrow overturned. with a rubber tire. And he walked over, and he's like, hit it, hit it, hit it. He's like, then he hauls off to really give it a whack and just clips himself right in the face. As soon as you said bloody nose, it reminded me. Split his nose wide open, broke his nose, split his gums open. Nothing but blood from him. Only one near him was him.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yep.
0: All on his own, man.
2: But I mean, that's the thing. You don't, you forget as a kid, you're like, oh, this isn't going to recoil back in my face.
0: Yeah. Now, do you remember when we were kids and you see the guys, like when you met Harley and you met all those legends, the scarred up foreheads from the razor blades.
2: Oh yeah. And you still, I still sit with them Like, you know, when we get ready, WrestleMania is coming up in April uh, and it's such a, Cool atmosphere, not just because of the show, but because of everything around it—the Hall of Fame Museum, like the Hall of Fame, the the old museum. Get to see all like the gear from Taker from 30 years ago and Shawn Michaels, and then you know the NXT show. Like, there's so much going on. But when all these guys come back to town, I sit on the bus with them, like when we're busting over to the Hall of Fame. And you do, you just look at their foreheads, and it's like chopped hamburger meat. It's insane. And I'm going like they did this you know, 320 nights a year. It's crazy. You look at what we have now and how, not easy, but how much easier we have it as performers than they did. You know, the steel chairs to the head, all of that is, you know, it's a gone art.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, think it's a
2: good thing because yeah. it causes brain damage. But <laughs> you look at these old guys and you're just like, man, like, thank you for what you put yourself through to, to allow us to be doing what we do now, but dang, you know, it's wild. Well,
0: I think it's more exciting now. I think then they had to figure out on no money, you know, otherwise, you know, they had to come up with their pops with their, with their, their theatrics had to happen, you know, fairly inexpensively as opposed to it being this giant show. Now, like now, it's such an event when it comes into Kansas city, when it comes in, like from the, just the lighting to the the set of the lasers, the, 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 the music, everything that comes along with it. You know, those dudes were like, just trying to figure out how to get a great pop, how to become popular, how to really entertain that crowd. So next week they could come back.
2: Yes. And and they had the art though. I still, I still love the art of suspending disbelief. Like those guys, those crowds were 100% in on what they were doing. And now, as performers you know fans are like "Ah, oh, man it's not real it's fake or whatever and and you're going yes to an extent like the outcome of this match is predetermined but what we're doing is not fake like, yeah. it, it definitely you know you definitely catch flyers and you a nice knot on my forehead from the show the other night like it's it's still very physical but if you can suspend disbelief now as a performer, then you really have so people are you know people want to destroy Roman There's stadiums that were chanting you know f u Roman and like he's suspended their disbelief they're in that moment they're not going ah, oh, this is like they're hundred percent invested and believe and feel what he's doing and if you can do that now, like when yeah. I was, you know bum ass Corbin and was broke, people were legit shoving money in my car windows. they forgot that it's a show <laughs> That's so great, man. And it's so awesome when you can do that.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's the thing, man. It, it is incredible entertainment, and it's uh, and it's fun, man. We need good guys and bad guys in our world. We just do. We just need to see good guys win. Uh, we need a bad guy to concentrate on, and wrestling's always known it. I do miss, and it sounds terrible, but I miss the obvious. Like whatever country we're pissed off at was always the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just right now it'd be Russia. Like we, you know, it would be uh, what was his name, Vladimir uh, or uh, Ivan Gol. Oh, Ivan Gol. Uh, yeah, yeah, Ivan Gol. What was his name? What was his last name? The Russian guy. Oh, Koloff or was it or, Koloff?
2: Yes, or yeah, Koloff was one.
0: Yeah, but or the Iranian, the the Ayatollah, like, but it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's probably racist, but I do miss it. I really miss just the obvious nature of the ridiculous nature of it all.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's so many things were built on. I mean, you even just watch, you know, Rocky Three or whatever it is. Sure, the kids, you're you're picking that that country and and having a representative, and they come over and do really well. You know, when you're when you're watching those guys come over and, and beat your American heroes. It, the story tells itself. Sure, the emotion is real. Tell me
0: this: How hard is it to keep that tiny mustache in check?
2: Uh, I have a professional barber that keeps my nice and nice and pencil thin for me.
0: <laughs> That's that is quite a thing.
2: The, the funny part is, every time I look at it, I laugh. <laughs> and I also remember my dad teasing me as a child because I can't. My dad had like a great beard mustache. He was a man's man. Looks like he came out of the woods sometimes. He'd be like, uh, "Can you get some milk? I'm gonna put it on on uh, Tom's lip and let the cat lick the mustache
0: off." <laughs> Dude, I walked in and my parents my shirt off, and I'm probably 13 or 14, maybe 15. And I was like, "Hey, look, I got a hair under my arm," and my my dad reached over and went "bunk" and pulled it out.
2: <laughs> Not anymore.
0: Yeah, I was like, "That's the only one I had."
2: You're 12 again, bud. Yeah, yeah, for real.
0: And I got my man fur late, so it wasn't a good childhood for me. That's bad. I don't know what happened. Malnutrition wasn't fed right, but it did not happen. I, mean, I was I was already yeah. pushing I was pushing the end of a junior high for I got to got to bloom as you would.
2: Was, yeah, I was it was terrible. Nobody got my dad's good beard. Danny doesn't have it. I mean I got the good looks, Danny doesn't have that either, but <laughs> I didn't get the beard.
0: Dude, he since he's had that kid, he's he's been persona on ground up. we taxed a little bit, but he's just he's busy doing that.
2: I know, I know. I can't believe it. He's a responsible adult.
0: I know. It's it's really kind of sad. Those kids kind of ruin your life.
2: I mean, they make you grow up for sure. Ah, gross. But mine are good. Like, soul's getting to this age where we can destroy stuff together.
0: How's she doing with which her, is really good. her face
2: punching? Oh, she. it's good. You got to watch out, man. She. I thought she gave me a black eye the other day. <laughs> I threatened her. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is just dead serious. It was like 8 o'clock at night. We're in her room, like, playing around, and, in well, And then I was like, Sol, do you want a knuckle sandwich? And she said, no. And I was like, good. And I turned around to get something. And when I turned back around, I'm sitting on the ground. She decked me right in the eye. That's... And she goes, do you want a knuckle sandwich? I was like, no, you already gave it to me. <laughs> yeah. I got up and had to look in the mirror. I was like, I'm going to go to work with a black eye.
0: And yeah. hey, there's those little fists go right in your eye socket.
2: And she thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah,
0: of course. Of course, she's going to be a monster.
2: And she's getting. I keep having to tell her, and she makes fun of me. She's almost four and makes fun of me. She now likes to hang on my neck like my head, and I'm always like, "So you're gonna hurt my neck?" And then she just mocks me and you're like, "I'm gonna hurt your neck."
0: <laughs> oh my god!
2: Like, Who does this? Do wait
0: till she can she can film something when they will you would you let her uh, be a part of a of a storyline or a spy, just her mocking you? absolutely wouldn't that be great wouldn't that be just i mean perfect
2: oh she's like there could be somewhere it's like oh i get out of the ring i just lost a hard match i'm going over to hug my little girl and she just puts her hand in my face and I'm like no
0: <laughs> but he hurt you're, me oh did he hurt you
2: you're a loser go
0: <laughs> nobody could love a father like that
2: yeah she's rough man she'll throw, she'll eat some and throw the trash on the floor i'm like so Pick your up, stick note. You pick it up and put it in the trash.
0: Oh, dude. That's, that's when you just toss her in the can. You're like, whoop, whoop. Oh, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, that I know.
2: I still can control her a little.
0: I, I tell you, my buddy, his wife asked me, she goes, John, did you tell my son he was a dick? And I, I had to think about it. I go, oh, yeah, but but in my defense, the kid was being a dick.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, "Oh yeah, you're not supposed to tell kids." Because I and what I did is all I did. I go, "Look, look, nobody likes a dick. Don't be a dick, kid." And uh, and that's all. I mean, it was literally it wasn't like I was yelling him, but yeah. Little snitch went and told his mom. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh yeah, my daughter will tell me real quick. <laughs> yeah, not snitches. cool. I'm like, "Hey, here's an extra marshmallow. Don't tell your mom." As soon as I answer her, <laughs> mom, I got two. <laughs> no. <laughs> But here's another one I just learned the other day. She'll egg me on, too. So when I, I'm not the nicest driver. I like to yell at drivers and cars and whatnot and honk. And sure. We're driving to school on, on Thursday, and this guy was going slow, and I was like, God. She's like, yeah, tell him to move. And I was like, oh, was like, get out of the way, car. And then as we're driving by, she's like, call him a butthead. I was like, yeah, get out of the way, butthead. She's oh, like, she so goes. If I had a toy, I'd throw it at him.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> oh, we it's... are trouble. We are going to be in big trouble someday. Oh,
0: you are just—I'm telling you, man. She's going to learn to work the window and yell pussy at somebody, and it's going to be oh,
2: yeah. yes. Oh, out of the way. She's like, yeah, give him a knuckle sandwich, Dad. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah! My three-year-old just told me to do this. It's your fault. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is going to be fun. It really is going to be. I can't wait till she shows up on on one of the shows, man. It's going to be it's going to be fantastic, dude. Well, Monday Night Raw. Uh, what are we looking? By the way, what are we looking forward to tonight?
2: at I mean, it's Road to WrestleMania. It's one of those things. This show is going to be out of control. Every show from you know a couple weeks ago till we get to April first and second is right. full throttle. You, you've got you know people's. Tensions are boiling over. Energy is crazy. The shows have been selling out. Like we're sold out here in Boston tonight. It's people are ready. You already feel it. The excitement is special this year. I think so. Tonight we're going into Raw, and uh, anything can really happen.
0: Um it's. I'm looking forward to it all. It's all going to culminate. What April? What it was? April 2nd? first and second. And where, where does it happen this year? Where this in year?
2: Hollywood. Oh, dude. We're going to Hollywood. How great is this going to be? God it's going to be insane.
0: I uh, Man. So you guys, at those shows, I imagine there, you have a lot of celebrities that will show up for that.
2: So many. There's so many closet wrestling fans that you would just never expect. And they always come out at me and you're like, oh, my God. The fact that this person knows who we are is super cool.
0: Yeah. And you guys are going to be at SoFi. Uh, that's going to happen 39. God, 39. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait to see it in Hollywood. But, of course, tonight is Monday Night Rob. Brother, I uh, I always appreciate your calling. I know they got you doing a ton of goddamn uh, interviews this morning. So it never ends. I uh, I
2: appreciate you always. And
0: for real, like we're not going to get in any good trouble if you don't come into KC.
2: I know. We'll make it happen. The wife and the, my daughter wants to come back. She had fun. Right. We'll come put her on the radio. Then you can just... You might get some fines afterward, but.
0: <laughs> I'm up for it, man. Listen, it'd be worth it. Absolutely.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.